0: your shit together In quite some time, I think it's been since, let me take a look here, Um, it's been like 25 days since I posted a new show, so I'm sorry, I suck, Um, but there's a reason that I haven't posted um, in a while, and that is because I have been on the road, I've been busy, Um, I didn't really have time to sit down and uh, work on the podcast just because I've been working on a few other projects, but now I want to get back into it, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. Um, And, you know, I'm trying to get some good guests lined up. But until then, you're just going to hear me. And I've got some things to say, and I'm excited about it. Uh, First, I wanted to give a shout out to the Women's Leadership Conference of Southern Oregon, uh, where I was invited to speak, and I did a breakout session with just the most incredible women. It was so much fun. I had the best time. It was just a great day. And thank you so much to uh, the Women's Leadership Conference, um, all the committee members and everything that uh, had me come out and speak I learned so much. I I had the best time. I drank a ton of wine um, while I was out there in in Oregon and Northern California. And it was the best trip ever. And now I'm back. And now I'm back to the grind. And I wanted to take a minute to just kind of talk about debt. So this show is all about helping you get out of debt. So I've had recently, I've had like an a lot of people contact me um, about what are the best ways to climb out of debt, to avoid debt in the future, to speak to your significant other about debt. What are the strategies to paying off debt? What can you do? Um, So I kind of wanted to just give you the basics. And if you are sick of listening to me, this is kind of coming straight out of my financial guide, ebook, that I just wrote. Um, I kind of give you the instructions for getting out of debt and uh, you know, kind of give you a game plan as well for that. So, if you, you know, I'm not gonna basically read the financial guide to you because that would be just stupid. Um, but I'm gonna give you kind of the bullet points. And if you want to dive into it further, then go go get my financial e guide, ebook, e guide, whatever. I don't know what the fuck. Uh, it's on Amazon. It's called the Get It Together Financial Guide. Uh, and yeah, you just have to type, basically type my name into Amazon and you'll see both of my books up there. And it's important that you are motivated to get out of debt. The first step is, is realizing that you have an issue and becoming, uh, committed and determined that you're going to pay it off. So I always tell people like the motivation will come secondary. Uh, what has to happen first is you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision to get out of debt. Uh, once you make that decision, and once you start to implement a game plan, then the motivation to continue and pay off that debt will come. Motivation never comes first. What It doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you're trying to work out and get into shape or get a promotion, whatever whatever you're trying to do, whatever goal you're trying to ac- accomplish, you can't expect motivation to be first. You have to understand that you have to make that decision to, to commit yourself and to just start and to just get your ass moving and the motivation will follow. It's never first. So once you realize that and accept that, um, especially with like paying off debt or, or getting into shape or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, it's important to know that. So I'm assuming if you're, if you're gonna to continue to listen to this then you have made the decision to get out of debt and you really wanna do it, so I wanna help you. So what's the first thing that we need to do? Well, you really have to know what kind of debt you have. Uh, you need to know how much you owe and to whom you owe that money to. Uh, and you know what are the interest rates, things like that. And this doesn't take very long. It, that's kind of seems overwhelming, but this doesn't take a long time to figure out. What I would do is either create like a spreadsheet or uh, use an app like Mint or, or you know, whatever. There's a million personal finance apps that'll help you list and see clearly like the big picture of your debt. You know, whether you have student loans, credit card debt, car loans, whatever it is, you need to list it all. And and I personally like to just write it out. into. And I have like a notebook, a debt notebook that I used um, where I would write down every company that I owed money to um, from the smallest balance to the largest balance. And I would also figure out um, what the interest rates were on each of the items that I owed each of the loans. And once you know that, uh, you can kind of see, okay, what's the total that I owe? And then you can also see, uh, you know, how much you owe in credit cards, how much you owe in student loans, because not all debt is created equal. But it's just important to know what you have, where you're starting, where you're beginning, what's your starting line. So I kind of call this taking inventory uh, of what you owe. And you can do the same thing with your assets as well. So everything that you own. So if you own Um, You know, your car has value, your home has value, uh, your uh, investments have value. Uh, So you can do the same thing as well. And actually, if you want to take it a step further, if you take your assets and minus your liabilities, that's what you own minus everything you owe, the number that is left over, whether it's positive or negative, is your net worth. So that's uh, kind of a a neat thing to know. And I think it's important to know just because, um, again, it's your starting point. You have to know where you're beginning. So if you're trying to pay off debt, you wanna take your big picture inventory. So writing down everything you owe uh, and you know, kind of the, as much information as you can get about each of those loans, that's not that hard to do. And then you need to make another decision. So you've made the decision to pay it off, but now you need to make a decision on how you're going to pay it off, right? So you need to develop a game plan. And and there's generally two strategies that I prefer. Uh, You can either pay it off by smallest balance to largest balance or highest interest rate to lowest interest rate. And I I generally think if you have mostly student loans or very uh, high interest rate debt, so if you have like credit cards with outrageous interest rates, um, then then maybe the highest interest rate to lowest interest rate uh, strategy is best for you because you'll save a lot of money um, paying off those high interest uh, debts first. Or if you are really looking for motivation, really looking to stay motivated and to build momentum, um, then the smallest balance to largest balance strategy might work best for you where you're gonna really attack uh, the smallest balance first and pay minimums on all the rest. And this, And so as you knock off those small balances that you owe. You're gonna gain momentum and be like, oh, I'm really making progress here. Uh, and it's gonna uh, carry you into paying off those larger debts. With the high interest rate to smallest interest rate strategy, you're gonna attack the highest interest rate loans aggressively and pay the minimums on all the rest. And, and unfortunately, because you might be paying a higher balance loan first, Sometimes the, the motivation and the momentum doesn't come as easily and the wins don't come as easily. It might take you a little bit longer, but you have if you, if you can still see that you're saving money by paying off uh, the high interest rate loans first, um, then maybe that'll give you the motivation. So uh, it really depends on, on what kind of debts you have um, and also what your mindset is. So if you really need that motivation, then, then, then stick with the smallest, balance to the largest balance strategy. Um, that's going to give you the push that you need to really uh, knock off those debts one by one. And if you want to learn how, like kind of the ins, ins and outs of how to, to really put this plan into action, again, get my ebook. It's on Amazon. I kind of detailed it in a little bit more for you. Um, and also I would suggest you read uh, The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. So he he is an expert on paying off debt and, and he's got some great ideas on in there as well. So those are the two books I, I I think you should read again. I know the world screws us. It's rigged against us. The economy, um, is it made for, you know, regular everyday people like us, but at the same time, there is a level of personal responsibility here. So I always tell people, I mean, if you haven't read a personal finance book this year, then I mean, that's on you. That's on you. There is a level of personal accountability. So um, those are the two books I would suggest you read to help you get going. And uh, then we can get back to blaming the rigged economy for all of our other problems. Okay, moving on. Uh, so that's what you're going to want to do. Um, And and then the next step is to implement your plan. And implementing is really hard. So kind of creating, deciding a game plan, developing a game plan for us, you know, picking a strategy um, is the easy part. Um, You're just, you know, it's fun to plan. It's fun to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pay off my loans this way. I'm going to save money this way. But to actually implement it and put it into action is a whole nother ballgame. We procrastinate. We are lazy. Uh, We tend to make bad decisions. So when you're implementing, I would carve out a day—not even a day, half a day—a morning, something like that, maybe a Sunday morning or something—to set up how you know you're going to pay off your debts. And I would try to automate as much as possible. Um, So that means you know, your bank will automatically send payments to your creditors. Your You'll automatically put money in your savings account. You can do most of that online, probably all of it online at this point. It's friggin' 2018, you guys. Um, and so once, you know, it takes a little front end work, but once you have that automation set up, um, you're going to automatically do the, sa- the the right thing Every single month, you're, you know, and you don't even have to think about it because you've got these automated uh, processes in place. Um, and it's really going to help you to just put your plan into action, um, to implement it, and to make the right choices. And it also automation helps you to avoid temptation to, you know, make uh, impulse purchases and do bad things with your money Uh, and we want to eliminate as much temptation and emotion as possible when dealing with our money. So automating is a great way to implement your debt repayment plan. Um, If you again if you need more help and more detail uh, about how to do this I'm going to say it again get my financial ebook. Also another great book to read about how to do this is Ramit Sethi's I Will Teach You to Be Rich it's just the, the ultimate how-to on how to uh, automate your finances. And that's super important. And not only for paying off debt, but for building long-term wealth. Um, because we are humans and we make bad choices. And automation helps us to, again, avoid bad decisions, automatically do the right thing every single time we get paid. Uh, so read that, read that book and he'll show you how to set things up. Um, and read my book as well. You're going to want to track your progress, right? So technically you want to set it and be able to set it and forget it, but you don't really want to forget it. You know, like forgetting it is not the best way to, uh, that's how we get into trouble with our finances is we tend to forget them and put them on the back burner and just ignore them until we absolutely have to deal with them. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to set it and forget it. You want to set it and deal with it once a month or once a quarter. So once you've got your debt repayment plan um, in place, I would suggest once a month, take 10 minutes to just check in to make sure everything's going smoothly, kind of just uh, see how much debt you've paid off, uh, if you're close to paying off um, one of your loans. Um, also, if you get any sort of um, extra money, if you get a bonus, if you uh, you know get some sort of extra income, something like that. If there's a place where you can apply that extra money to your debts, that's awesome. You should absolutely do that. It's gonna help you get to your goals faster. So tracking your progress, it's gonna see how much further you have to go it's gonna let you know, am I still on track? Was something derailed? You know, accidents happen, um, emergencies happen, shit happens. Um, if you're tracking your progress and, and you, you know, while you have, uh, you know, your car needs repairs or you have gotta take your dog to the vet, something like that. And all of a sudden you've got, um, you know, this extra money going to these unexpected expenses. If, if you're up to date on where your debt repayment plan is, it'll help you to not become completely derailed. Um, and it'll help to not completely fuck up your finances. So track your progress and make the adjustments as necessary as you know unexpected expenses come about. Hopefully, you have an emergency fund in place. So if you've got an emergency fund and you know, all of a sudden you've got a, a car accident that you need to uh, to deal with or you know un- some sort of unexpected expense, whatever. If you have an emergency fund, it can kind of provide a cushion for you. Again, this is important so it won't derail your finances. So even before you start paying off your debt, you really need to get a fi- a, a, an emergency fund in place. Um, even if you put twenty bucks a month into it, get it into place. If you can, if you don't have uh, three to six months worth of expenses saved, um, then start with a goal of saving five hundred dollars, and then start with, it and then automatically contribute to the, your uh, emergency fund every single month, and then. If you can get up to a thousand dollars, that's great, and then work your way up to three to six months worth of savings. So even if you only have a couple hundred dollars in there, and then you know something happens and it costs you a thousand dollars, well, your emergency fund can cushion it a little bit, and that's better than nothing. Um, so emergency fund comes first, debt repayment comes second, tracking your progress comes third, and then finally, um, get excited, get pumped up. Every reward yourself every time you uh, pay off a debt or reach a goal or a milestone. Um, you know, don't reward yourself by getting into more debt, but reward yourself with say, uh, you know, I'm gonna take myself out to dinner. I'm gonna treat myself to a massage, something that will be a real reward reward to you. But um, you know, be responsible about it. But yeah, we should be patting ourselves on the back for for doing the right thing for uh, getting out of debt, for saving money. Um, we absolutely. You know, should if you want to go to a concert or something like that, yeah, that's a great reward. And it, hopefully, you're doing the right thing to reach your goals, and, and every small win that you have, celebrate it. And again, that's all I really wanted to talk talk to you about today. So, debt is a is a huge problem in America. We are, I guess, the system is set up kind of against us. Like when we have to go to college, like who can. Friggin' afford $60,000 a year in college, that's crazy. Not many people can afford that, hardly any at all. Um, So of course we go into debt because we have this thing that like, oh, we have to go to college. Uh, And and then, you know, cars are expensive, homes are expensive, our cost of living is expensive. Rents, if you live in a metropolitan area, rents are outrageous. So most of our paychecks are going to rent and, and our student loans and our credit cards And yes, I understand like a lot of the economy is is very much set up against us, um, us regular people. But at the same time, we have to develop good habits. We have to develop the right money mindset. We have to do what we can in our own lives to get our shit together, to make sure we're doing the right thing. So even when the forces are working against us, that we are doing all that we can to do the right thing. Yes, there is forces out of our control with the economy and and legislation and things that work against us. But at the same time, that doesn't negate our personal responsibility and our personal accountability. We cannot blame everything on other people and other factors. We have to do what's right for ourselves and worry about ourselves and just do our best. Do your best. And so this means reading personal finance books. This means automating your finances. This means making sure your uh, debt repayment plan is, is working for you. This means you're saving money when you can, where you can, and, and in the right accounts. And if you don't know how to do that, the resources are within your reach. There, it's, this isn't rocket science. That's what I keep telling people, Like this isn't rocket science. This is very much something that you can do, something that's easy. And even if you're in a dire situation where you can barely make ends meet, You have to figure out, it is on you to figure out how to just, I I don't know, uh, you know, counteract all the forces working against you. Because this is your life and you deserve a good life. And yes, we can um, make our voices heard by voting. And if you're in Georgia today, the primaries are here. So you better get your ass out there. Um, My friends at Georgia Voter Hub um, have all the information you need on how to see if you're registered to vote, how to register to vote, how to see where your polling location is and to read up on all the candidates um, that you can vote for today and get your ass out there. So if you are upset that the economy and everything seems rigged against you and you're not voting, then you're an idiot. Sorry, I know, I have, I've only had like a half a coffee today, so I'm kind of grumpy. But at the same time, you, you have to, there's, again, personal accountability in this. And right now, millennials, I know we're struggling. Shit seems to be not going our way. I know you're drowning in student loans. You're, you're, you're not making the wages you deserve to be making. And the cost of living is out of control. Well, guess what? There are 75 million of us and we can take the first steps in, in voting in people who will help us. You need to do that today. So find your polling location. It takes two minutes, it takes two minutes to go vote. Oh, it might take a little couple more than two minutes to go vote. Just go do it. And if you're within the Atlanta area, here's another incentive for you to go vote. My friends at Iron Monk are brewing. I just saw this on Facebook. Uh, if you go in with your I voted sticker, they're gonna give you. I think it's like 20% off your beer. So if you wanna ha- go get a beer after work today uh, at Ironmonger Brewing, and just go vote, and then you'll get a discount. I mean, that's that's worth it to me. So I'm gonna go do that. I'm gonna go vote today and make my voice heard. And then I'm also gonna read up on things that I don't know about because there is personal accountability. Um, work hard. Be responsible for yourself. Make your voice heard. Man, I've really gone off the rails with this rant. Um, but I think it's important because, you know, people, and it's not just millennials, it's baby boomers, it's old people, it's young, Gen Z, it's everybody. People love to just bitch and moan constantly on social media. But what actions are you taking today? What are you doing to actually make this world better? Are you making your voice heard? Are you doing the things you need to be doing in your own personal life? I know we're overwhelmed. We all are working long days. We're all busy with family. We're all busy with, life is busy. You're not the only one who's fucking busy. (laughs) Sorry, sorry for that F-bomb, but I really wanna stress this point. You're not the only one who's busy. Stop making excuses. Go make your voice heard, go vote. There's no excuse not to vote, no excuse then do what you have to do with your finances. Get them off the back burner and put them on the front burner. Do what you can to make your life even a little bit better, incrementally better. Get 1% better as uh, my boy, James Altucher would say, get 1% better every day. And I know it's hard to have the motivation. I know we're all tired. Obviously I'm tired. I didn't get much sleep last night, but still I am here. I am doing what I need to do And I need you to do that too because that's the only way our world is ever going to get better. It's the only way we're ever going to solve these financial crises. We have to have personal accountability. And that goes for the 60 year olds. It goes for the 20 year olds. It goes for everybody and quit saying it's the millennials fault. Quit saying it's the baby boomers fault. In a way it's everybody's fault. These issues are very complex. Um, the world we live in is kind of everybody's fault. So that's that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. So I think I've plugged my book like eight hundred times already in the last twenty minutes. Uh, but I think you should go on. It's called the uh, the Get It Together Financial Guide. Uh, it's on Amazon. If you haven't read my first book, The Millennial's Guide to Getting Your Shit Together, that's also on Amazon. I think you should go read it. Uh, you know I'm fired up. I'm so fired up. I can't even I can't even deal. Uh, what else is going on? There's not. I mean. I think uh, my boys and girls at Sketchworks have some June shows coming up. I will let you know about those uh, if you're in the Atlanta area. And if there's something else you want me to talk about on this show, shoot me an email, send me a message. I take all, I love all the feedback. It's all it's great. Uh, and you know, I am looking for guests. Um, I've got a couple lined up, uh, but if you know somebody who should be on the show to talk about personal finance, career building, um, if they've got a cool story to tell, uh, send them my way. Let me know. And I think that's pretty much I think that's pretty much it for us. All right, yeah, so if you are in debt, what I want you to know is that um, it's important to have a plan. It's important to implement the plan. But at this, and you know, there's there's lots of little things you can do to kind of, uh, um, you know, re, you can kind of negotiate uh, lower interest rates. You can refinance, consolidate. Um, you can do a balance transfer. I mean, there's there's so many things that you can do, and I could spend all day talking about it. But um, if you just order my book instead, I can kind of go into it, and you can read about it there. There's a lot of little things, a lot of little tricks that you can do to help you with your debt, uh, and lots of tools you can use to help you with your debt. Um, so I would suggest you do that. Okay. I have rambled and I got fired. I'm sorry. I got fired up about the political stuff. You know how I get, um, but I love you. You're my gutter pigeons. All right. Until next time, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. As always, thank you for tuning in to Get It Together with Katie Hogan. This podcast is a labor of love I currently don't make a dime off of. So if you enjoy listening to the episodes, please get on iTunes, subscribe, and give us a review. You can also follow us on Twitter at GetItTogether20 or at Katie Hogan, and that's Katie with a C because I'm special. And find us on Facebook at Get It Together with Katie Hogan. I love hearing from you, and I really appreciate your support. You are my favorite gutter pigeons. See you next time.